0: Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve.
1: good morning and welcome to another exciting informative stimulating and hopefully because we're going to talk about insomnia a relaxing conversation that uh, we don't put you to sleep but we do help you feel better and less stressed good morning steve how are you doing today good
0: morning michael i had a good night's sleep and i appreciate really the importance of sleep i'm so miserable if i just have one bad night I feel so uh, much sympathy for people who deal with it chronically. My wife has, in the past, uh, dealt with that. And so we found some solutions for us. And so an exciting topic, it's an important one for
1: so many people. If you don't sleep well, you can't function well. You know, and, and it seems that the older we get, the more difficult it is. I remember my mom always complaining about never getting enough sleep, maybe three, four hours. And then during the day, pass out in the chair, you know, catch his little cat naps. So anyway, well, you know, it's, it's interesting. And I think that, you know, insomnia obviously is the issue. And I discovered that there's fundamentally three different types of insomnia, according to the medical perspective of how things are looked at. There is, and this is something I think you and I may be able to relate to because of the fact of being a business owner and other business owners are going to be able to relate to it. And that is the transient kind of insomnia where, you know, maybe once every couple of weeks, you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and you lay back down. All of a sudden your mind gets clicked into, well, you know, tomorrow i got to deal with this. There's that going on. I don't, did I tell them that? Did I tell them this? And so you start in on that and before you know it, an hour and a half has gone by And so from the 2.30 wake up, it's now four o'clock in the morning, and you may or may not be able to get back to sleep. So that's one type of insomnia. Another is the short term, what they call acute insomnia. And again, that may, I think something like that is brought about by a very stressful situation that one may be involved in in the here and now. And then once that is resolved, then they can get back to normal sleep. And it sounds like what you said earlier that may have been something that your wife may have gotten you know may have been in a short term or an acute insomnia uh situation where it was short term short-lived well in her case it actually had gone on for a long time
0: and you know it was through a persistent application of you know principles to help sleep and we'll discuss those as we get on in this um that really turned her around so it was both environment and nutritional and habits. So all three of them came into play for us.
1: And so apparently that would be classified, what she went through is classified as chronic insomnia long-term. And it's funny when you say about the habits. Uh, so here are some of the persistent problems that people deal with. And you may have you know, run into this. One, wake up too early. And not be able to go back to sleep. Phyllis and I are early risers. Uh, we also go to bed early and we have we, you know, we're very disciplined. And it's really interesting. And we talked about habits. We have a habit where around maybe by 8.30, we're burned out on TV. Normally we watch a movie almost every night, except for a couple of nights where there's some shows that we like. But we'll watch a movie and then around 8:30, say, okay, that's it. The movie's over. No more commercials. We're going to bed to read. And so every night we literally read ourselves to sleep. And that is a habit. So waking up to, so because we go to bed normally by nine, nine we're asleep. We get up early. We're five o'clock, five 30 in that ballpark. But for others who wake up too early, the four o'clock get up and they can't get back to sleep. That is part of the sets the stage for the insomnia. And there's others where it says they still feel tired when they wake up. Well, to me, that's hypoglycemia. (laughs) You know, you, you don't get enough rest. You're not feeding yourself. You're under a lot of stress. So the adrenal glands are crashing. And that brings on the hypoglycemia, the low blood sugar. And of course, like you said, you know, you don't feel well when you sleep all night. So, and like with hypoglycemia, you wake up, you're irritable all day long. Some of the other things that I came across, and then we can jump into, you know, the things to work on it, are, and you said the poor sleep habits, you know, so people really need to examine their habits. What are they doing? Obviously, depression, which is also tied into poor sleep, anxiety, lack of exercise, chronic illness, medications. I mean, it's a whole array of different things that are happening, you know, that that could stimulate The insomnia, you know, waking up, you know, for us guys, especially by having a swollen prostate, you know, what's interesting about that, and I don't know if we've ever covered this before, but by the time a guy is 50 years old, 50% of the men will have an inflamed prostate by 60, 60%, by 70, 70%. So I found that really very interesting. I don't know if, you know, you've seen that in your clientele. Oh, it's pretty common amongst the men,
0: and you know, fortunately what I've found is that many men respond to nutritional supplementation as well. That gives them, you know, a certain amount of benefit.
1: I think part of our responsibility is in stimulating questions and challenges to what is commonly accepted. Here, predominantly, it's supposed to be all about health, but I do get sidetracked anyway hopefully you all noticed. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope you all forgive me. Um, I'm not being disrespectful. It's just that I have a different perception of reality. Anyway, we talked about waking up many times during the night, and, and I want you to share your practice with us so that in fact, uh, why don't we go ahead and go there and then I'll come back to what some of the treatments are a natural approach. So, Steve, what do you do? Let's go there and what, sure, problem. Michael. It was a problem for
0: um, a long time for my wife. Um, and you know, she had issues with some of these things, which Fortunately, have improved for us, you know, so I found that a lot of the things that you mentioned um, were a part of her picture. And so you talk about depression. And I found that lack of sleep can make people more depressed. So you know, which comes first, the depression and the lack of sleep or the lack of sleep and the depression. It can go either way. But, you know, certainly what we found was that that could be a serious issue. So we started embarking upon a journey of trying a lot of different things. And it was very challenging um, for her to find the right supplement. We finally found one that seemed to really work well for her. And it's a magnesium form that really made a big difference. But prior to this, we started engaging in setting up our environment for better sleep, made our room completely black. It was actually surprisingly very restful. You open your eyes, you close your eyes, it seems like it's all the same. So we started with blacking out the room. Then we started making sure that expose ourselves to the blue light, phones and tablets and Computers, you know, shut those things off the last hour that we're preparing for bed. And so we leave our phones in a different part of the house. So our phone doesn't ring in our bedroom. She found eating a little protein before going to bed. You talked about hypoglycemia. You know, she found a little protein um, helped seem to stabilize her through the night. So now where she used to wake up at 3 30, 4 30, not go back to sleep. Now she's waking up, oh, maybe at six o'clock. She's had pretty much a good night's sleep. And sometimes she doesn't get up at all to go to the restroom, whereas I'm up anywhere from one to three times a night. I can Uh, relate. but, uh, But those you know particular exercises worked for us and so these are some of the simple things that we found that really made a difference as we started to employ them as part of our practice having done this with a lot of other people i now do suggest you know leave your phones and all that off wind yourself down make your room dark try those things they may help you but that's the journey of discovery for each of our listeners is understanding that they have options and they have opportunity and responsibility to follow those. So I would say those are probably the key things. Part of this process for people is Look at your lifestyle and see what other things are going on that may make a difference. You know, if you're under stress and your adrenals are active and your cortisol is up, I think that makes it harder for people to sleep. Looking at the diet, those are all things that we have found important that we've incorporated. So uh, is that what you were looking for? That kind <laughs> of uh, dissertation? <laughs>
1: Got to learn when to shut me up, my <laughs> Well, maybe I'll, I'll I'll start hand signaling and learn sign language. I right. no, there's some. Yeah, there was cut some, me off, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's some really good information in there. Really, some great tips to help people create a reality that is conducive to stimulating sleep. Some other tips that that are known or should be known is sticking to a specific schedule, and this is again developing the habit so it's like for us our it's really interesting our bodies around 8 30 quarter to nine will start yawning it's like okay we know our body is ready to go to sleep because it knows it's time keep a bedtime you know your bedtime going to sleep every day as well even on the weekends you know there's some people that because they get up early every day to go to work on the weekends i'm going to sleep in No, that breaks the rhythm. That breaks the discipline. And remember, being disciplined is the best way to achieve all of your goals. You need to become, as I've said before, a disciple unto yourself. Create disciplines for everything. The plan, prepare, project, provide. Staying active. Use up your energy during the day. Don't save it for a night. That'll keep you up. Look at your meds. Actually, some meds have a side effect. Let me rephrase that. Every med has a side effect. In this case, you want to make sure that it is not stimulating or irritating. Try to avoid. You know, uh, I was thinking about Einstein. I think it was him who used to take cat naps, or maybe it was Edison, who slept only a couple of hours at night and did cat naps throughout the day. But for those of us who aren't of that ilk, so to speak, uh, try to avoid taking naps. Or and if you're going to do it. Limit it, make it a 15, 20 minute refresher. Uh, you can do a deep relaxation, but don't take an hour, two hour nap. You just disrupt everything. And limit the amount of caffeine and alcohol that you use at night. And pain, you know, it's really interesting that pain happens more at night because one of the things with that is that whatever inflammation you're dealing with may come to a pain point. And because the pain is not always consistent, has a circadian rhythm to it, and it becomes more dominant at night when your immune system is in its prime working deal, getting rid of dead cells and just refurbishing the entire system. And you you said your wife taking protein at night. I used to recommend to my clients sesame seed butter On a small piece of bread to take with their minerals that they're going to take at night, or our sleep formula, because sesame butter is rich in calcium, which is a relaxant, as is magnesium. There was that. Well, you know, Michael, as you went through this list,
0: I was looking at it in light of what my wife went through, and almost all of these points were applicable in her case. Maybe one, maybe two, but, you know, she has rheumatoid arthritis, so she has to deal with pain. I mentioned the eating and the caffeine. All of those things really made a difference for her, and I just wanted to tell you, I found something that works really well for me Almost to the point that I'm almost amazed and surprised every time at how well it works. So, if I find myself not falling asleep as I might normally do, I found that a short, deep breathing exercise really just always surprises me at how well it works. And it's, you know, breathing in deep, holding it, then releasing it slowly, doing that several times. I find that within a minute or two, that deep breathing exercise calms whatever flutter I have in my mind and almost always puts me right to sleep. And when I wake up and I think about it, I'm just always impressed at how well that works for me. So I just, I didn't want to forget to mention that because my wife doesn't use that technique, but I have found that for me on those rare occasions, it works
1: really well. Well, you know, I think that's something that our listeners should incorporate, maybe even after a session with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, for calming stress, it's well, it so
0: important. <laughs> that technique, that same technique, and I may have mentioned this, will bring down my blood pressure when I'm oh, in yeah. a doctor's office. If I say, just give me a couple minutes, because I have this white coat syndrome, and I breathe deeply for just a couple of minutes, they come back, take my blood pressure, I've dropped 20 points. So, you know, I found that technique, you know, when we were kids, they'd say, stop and count to 10 or or yeah. take a deep breath, you know, come to find out there's a certain amount of truth and wisdom in that advice. Absolutely, and
1: on that note, cause we've run out of time. Um, again? Go, again. <laughs> Yoga people actually have a technique for breathing. Next week, well, we'll pick up where we left off. And if anybody wants a relaxation tape to listen to, because I have my own techniques and I have a relaxation disc that I think we may have brought up for healing, just write to me, Dr. M at Michael's Health, and put in the subject matter relaxation. And I will give you a link that you can download the relaxation disc. And I guarantee you that is one way not only to examine your body for hot spots and get in touch with your deeper self, but also a way to fall asleep. Thank you for your time, Steve. Great conversation. Hey, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for that offer, Michael. And um, I'm going to take
0: advantage of it. So I hope our listeners do too. It's a wonderful offer, it's free.
1: Yeah. These kinds of things can really help. So thank you, Michael. Thank you, folks. My pleasure. You all take care, be well, and we'll see you again next week.
0: Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's naturopathic programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels.